0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Alpha Academy, a cryptopedia for Web3 builders, where we provide company building guides with notable builders and share key insights to their success that will help you kickstart your Web3 project. Here with us today is a very special guest, CoinFlip Canada, one of the core members of the GMX team, who will be talking with us on deep dives into building a thriving community. Okay, without further ado, let's begin. So, Coin. Very excited to be speaking with you today. Can you perhaps tell us a little bit about yourself and GMX?
1: Okay, thanks so much for for having having me over over today. GMX is a on-chain perpetual futures and swap exchange. We're we're deployed on Arbitrum and Avalanche. Proud to be both the highest volume dex on both of those chains, and really just helping to sort of bring bring forward into the on-chain DeFi experience. One of, the, one of the most marquee products uh, being Perpetuals, which have largely been historically the domain of centralized exchanges. I deal with partnership strategy, a lot of our ecosystem building activities that, we, that, we, that the core contributors at GMX as a, that we're involved with. And you know, that's a little bit about us and myself.
0: Awesome. Thank you for the introduction. So, as a core team at GMX, what are you guys currently working on right now at GMX? Again,
1: well, actually, one small thing: we don't actually don't use the word core team. We we work with as core contributors. We're we're basically we represent a DAO which which has basically been focused on building out primitives within the DeFi space. GMX and GLP, which is our sort of single liquidity pool that supports trading for large assets like Bitcoin, Ethereum. Avalanche, Uni, Link, and the like has been sort of our flagship product, and and our our the the dev team has been quite active working on what we're calling GMX Sense. Can't can't give a lot of information about it, but it's effectively a way for us to now look at long tail assets, a different way to approach building up liquidity for for new markets and smaller markets as opposed to the flagship. Bitcoin and Ethereum markets that uh, we currently support. And, and again, it's, it's always been about taking feedback from our community to figure out what are, the, what are the building blocks that everybody would like to see and would themselves find useful and the other protocols that we work with find useful to continue to just improve the, the trading experience for, for all users.
0: Nice. Okay, so if you guys want to stay updated with what's going on at GMX, be sure to check out their Twitter account at GMX underscore IO or visit their website, gmx.io. All right, okay, now that we've mentioned community a bit, so I want to talk about more about the community at GMX. So what does the community mean in the crypto space for you?
1: Well, you know, so taking the experience from GMX, it's... (laughs) I I will say that I've been involved with our community for a long time, but the more and more engaged I, I became, the more I realized how different maybe community is for GMX as it is for a lot of protocols. There's, there's usually a lot of metrics that a lot of young projects might use in terms of number of Twitter followers or number of people who are in the telegrams or things like that. And we've never, those have just never been metrics that we've focused on. For us, community has actually been about involvement with the product, involvement with ideas, involvement with how do we make GMX the best version of what GMX can be. And And so I, I would say that if somebody were to come over to our telegram, which actually is probably our most active social channel, you'll see you'll, you'll see vibrant discussion. You'll, you'll see people talking about the core of the product, how, how can that product be improved? How can, how did they use it? What would make it, what would, what would get other people to come and partner with us? And I'll just use an example that while I, while I oversee partnerships, I, on a, on a near daily basis, I have somebody usually from the community reaching out saying, here's another protocol. They're doing something interesting. Do you think there's a way for us to work together with them? Is there, is there a way for us to do this with somebody else? Can we do this on that chain, which we're currently doing on another chain? so you know you get a lot of feedback and, and i think that's been for us a big aspect of what community has been it's actually helped to drive over the over the last 2 years the actual products that we've built based on that feedback and i think in some ways it's that's one of the great experiences that crypto allows you allows you which is that your users your community your token holders there, there's just so much overlap and so people, when they're giving you feedback, they're giving feedback based on what would make things better for them. And they are, they are your users. And that's, that's such a great, it removes so much friction compared to the traditional way that development happens in software or in for other products.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like there's a lot of things that the community can do at GMX. So all these are like possible part of because you already built a strong community. So resulting in like so many community projects that you have in your ecosystem. So I'm like curious about how you started building your community. Like what approach did you take, for example, like PR, influencer outreach, something like that?
1: Well, you know, I, just, I, I I think the way the, if I, if I sort of go back to the history, which was, you know, it was a protocol called XFix, which has most of the same contributors who've been involved with GMX today. And then that evolved into Gambit and eventually into GMX. From day one, I think one of the most important aspects was both the, the developers, but also the the few initial moderators were just always active and present in our community, making sure that if you had a question, you would get, you'd give a response. We may not always have an answer. Maybe you don't like it, but you always knew that you were going to get that engagement, and I think that the fact that we always have, we've tried to always be very active and taking that feedback, I think has been a very big aspect because I think quite often. And I'll just use this example. It it, it may, it may be very easy for somebody coming into a telegram to just give a comment, not knowing how difficult things are. But that doesn't, that doesn't diminish the fact that they're all coming with fresh ideas. And if you value those ideas, I think you'll, you'll see great fruits. And I think for us, that was a very big aspect of it. From day one, we, we did a few things. One, we, we kept our own official Twitter and, and communication channels very matter of fact and practical. We continue to grow out a very robust community, as I mentioned, sort of in our Telegram and even eventually our Discord. And I think the other big aspect was that with that interaction level that was very strong with both the moderators and the develop, development team, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of our community then be our evangelists out there into the wider the wider crypto ecosystem. So there are, we have a lot of fans you know very active on twitter and and that's with them i think getting that opportunity to to give inputs early on their their sense of ownership over the protocol is so strong that they are the ones out there making the case for why gmx is the preeminent trading experience for somebody looking at on-chain on-chain futures they're looking they they're the ones who are out there talking about the way that be it our tokenomics or or other aspects of our protocol function and are are helping to educate people and and that's made them a real big aspect part of our community. The other one that I really worked out very well for us and and, it, and again this was something that was entirely community driven was GBC which is the GMX Blueberry Club. It's preeminent NFT protocol project on Arbitrum. It's something that was an outgrowth of our community where Whereas a community which was built on so much positivity and, as I said, just a lot of interaction with the team, a the, a number of community members came together and and created this NFT project, which sort of exemplified, I guess you could say, the ethos and and the community that had built up around GMX. And so, if you if you do get a chance to go follow us on Twitter or or look at people posting at GMX, you will see you will see a lot of people with with their GBCs, their blueberries as their as their avatars. And it's it's also, I think, been another aspect that's just helped to tie tie together our community. A lot of people take a lot of pride in in the GBCs that have now become their avatars.
0: Yeah. I, I went onto Twitter and can see like a Twitter armies of blueberries. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I I completely agree with you on your point that like it's important that when communities join, they get response so that they like feel engaged and part of the project. So like it, building this strong community could really give you like several benefits like bringing, and bringing new users into your ecosystem through whether it's word of mouth as well. And like they'll help you with ideating and achieving certain tasks because, yeah, they all have the same goal of wanting the project to do well. Right. So do you think that the approach has changed from the beginning up until now that you have a strong community base?
1: I, I think that in some ways we rely even more now on our community. As as I mentioned, we sort of keep our own communication very matter of fact. I think I think you'll find that as a team we're very, uh, or as a group of contributors, we're very pragmatic. And and I think having allowing our community to, who I think exemplify that ethos, to be the ones who are out there sharing and and, and bringing the attention to GMX to to others has been. Something that we we've, we've been very lucky to be able to rely on. And I think that we w- we always try to show that appreciation. We always try to make sure every week we highlight contributors who are, who are being active on Twitter and are helping to do a lot of long, a, lo- a lot of long form content, for example, related to DMX. You, what you won't find is our community, our community doesn't really get into beefs or fighting or uh, one protocol is better than the other. It's just not how we think about things. And I think being able to instead rely on our community to just help to make the case for, for GMX, for DeFi, for on-chain trading and, and just letting them do that has allowed the rest of the core contributors to just focus on improving the product and taking everyone's feedback and just continuing to iterate on that front, extend out our partnerships, extend out our relationships and just be able to work on that. So I think it's, it's been, it's been a blessing because as opposed to spending money on marketing or making or driving our product based on some short-term marketing requirements we don't do those things we get to focus on the product and let our community help to really just spread the word
0: mm. right nice so what advice would you give to builders to successfully successfully foster a strong community from the start
1: great question and, and, and obviously we can all we can all give sort of thoughts and feedback but there's no perfect there's no exact equation or perfect science to this but i i definitely would say listen to your community when you may you may you may be focused on what you're delivering you may be focused on what's your next immediate milestone you might be focused on some long-term items but sometimes being able to stop and get to the core of what 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 your community are, are communicating i think is very important and i think the reason is that as, as a builder, you can sometimes get sort of caught within your own, w- within your own little echo chamber of of feedback and the like. And sometimes being able to just step out and take a bit of feedback, take negative feedback, taking all of the tell it just just people telling you you're doing a great job. I mean, it it, it might feel nice, but it it doesn't help. So you always be stepping out, and whenever you're having a conversation, I'll use an example of the, probably the question that invariably. I'm always asking whenever I do do a a private one-on-one with one of our community members or anybody else, who and we've had many long-term, we have a lot of long-term community members who've never even engaged with us sometimes. But when we do, the question is always, what can we do better? And I think take that feedback, take it to heart. People who who have taken the time to invest emotionally or financially in, in your protocol, they will have feedback and it'll probably be the purest feedback you get. So, I mean, that, I think that's one big, very important aspect. Take the time to, to hear what they're saying and especially the areas for improvement.
0: Right. Great perspective. I think you may have already answered this question already, but I'll ask in a way, just in case you have any, any additional tips for our builders. So how do you maintain loyal community members and scale your community?
1: Our, our moderators have definitely been one of the backbones of our, our ability to keep scale growing and scaling our community because our moderators have been have been both the frontline and the ongoing support mechanism uh, for our community. DeFi protocols are not always the easiest for people to interact and making sure that you know you have an environment where people feel very comfortable to come, ask their question, especially in the crypto space where a lot of people, there's people who will come and they'll try to scam your community members and there's a lot of stuff that like that happens. Making sure that you have well-trained moderators who are just focused on making sure that we guide people safely through, through that, that process, I think has been a very big aspect. We've also been spending time of late now building out regional language groups for, for our community, so be it Portuguese or Chinese or, or a Korean channel now as well. I think a lot, of region, a lot of regional support has also become a really big aspect. We do forget sometimes that DeFi is a, is a global experience. And from that standpoint, there are a lot of people who may well be comfortable coming in and, and engaging with your, your, your college, your public forums, but there will be some who just feel a lot more comfortable in, in a local vernacular and being able to build out our community to help support them has been a very big aspect. Incidentally, you know, it's, it's, we recently just did an update to our webpage and we're now supporting multiple languages on the webpage. And as we keep working with our community to get translations, we're adding more and more languages. Again, just different aspects to make sure that you reduce the barriers for people as they, as they are introduced to the protocol. And, and in time, a lot of times people can still feel very comfortable consuming data, even in English, if it's not their native language. But helping them along and letting them also join a, a smaller community within, within our larger community, I think has definitely helped in our scaling efforts.
0: Right, I agree. So basically make the onboarding process as easy as possible for them. okay, so one last question before we talk about how you manage your community at GMX further so, in this space, since there's lots of like scams and bots that people use to boost their engagement on different channels, so what's some what are some of the metrics that you use to identify that that component of the project is really strong
1: so i I wouldn't say that we follow any formal metric in the sense that. Is there a lot of people who are just joining our, our telegrams or, or metrics like that? That's not really how we focus on it. To, to a great extent, the metrics that we sort of internally track, if you want to call it tracking, or we monitor ourselves on is that if, are we making sure that there is support from our, from within our community available whenever people are coming in and they have questions. And that, that might be slightly more technical questions, for example, in some of our discord channels, where we do a little bit more, you could say more specific support. It could be more general within our Telegram as new, as new users are coming. We're largely monitoring to make sure of satisfaction more than anything else. And I think that's probably the only metric that we kind of track. Uh, using Again, I mean, we know that we have a very high level of Twitter engagement, but it's not Twitter engagement based on us driving a lot of content from our side. It's more making sure that there is our community members, our partners who are out there. So the other aspect that we do have is that we, we recently launched a referral program, which is an entirely transparent on-chain referral program for GMX. And that has become a bi- that has been a growing part of our, 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 that's has become a growing part of our protocol engagement. And I think that's one area where we do keep monitoring how volumes are growing under the referral framework, how many active refers are out there what they're able to do in terms of just helping to amplify the message that there is a, a, a very transparent on-chain trading platform like GMX. And yeah, you know, again, a lot allowing the broader community to help drive that engagement.
0: Right. Interesting. So, okay, now the big question is how can the community engage with GMX? Like?
1: So, yeah, so our, our community can definitely engage with us on Telegram or Telegram, Twitter, Discord are very obvious channels gbc as i mentioned the, the the gmx blueberry club is something that a lot of people there's a there's 10,000 gbcs in total so there is a bit of a scarcity to them but you know a lot of people do like to buy them and there's no need to buy a gbc though to be involved in the, in the gmx community that tends to be something that a lot of people who have i think spent some time and, and and feel a sense of community do like to to purchase but i think if you have a question come join our, join our communication channels. And we're happy to discuss. We tend to do a lot of Twitter spaces and AMAs with a lot of other protocols, because we spend a lot of time, especially between Arbitrum and Avalanche, which are just sort of two young, developing DeFi ecosystems, working with other protocols. And we always love doing engagement with other protocols. So if there's, if there's a chance, come listen, ask questions and we're, and we're, we're kind of always there we we definitely do hire moderators and extensions community managers from within our community itself everybody that you if if you interact with somebody with sort of call it a formal title within our, within our community they were likely somebody who spent time in our community and they had an interest in some aspect of the protocol and and their their involvement went from interested observer to volunteer to eventually somebody who's been able to probably take a more active role in within our community and that's entirely the i mean i can't think of a single person who has is, is been a core contributor who didn't come up through that system within gmx
0: great yeah sounds very cool so yeah you know so it might not be hard to get the community hype for up for a while but like to maintain that momentum and keep them engaged can be challenging so i think it's very important to keep them incentivized and engaged with your project so could you like perhaps give examples of how you reward your active members?
1: So we try to reward our active members by through, in a few ways. As, as I mentioned, one is that depending on their, their, their availability and skill sets, there's an opportunity for them to become more engaged in the protocol itself. We also have a few small working groups. For example, we kept, we've done kept working groups looking at a trading experience. We've kept working groups looking at the GLP, which is our liquidity pool, as a, as a investment product, and how to highlight that for for other DAOs and the like. So we've tried to create small working groups where members of our community are able to come and provide their input in different areas as the protocol continues to grow. So it's sort of a little bit of a a smaller safe space as opposed to trying to do the discussion only in you know in a large multi thousand member Telegram. So those are those are two areas, and I think the other one, as I mentioned, the big one is that. From a Twitter standpoint, we definitely like love to highlight community members who are creating content that helps to highlight uh, what the protocol is doing. People who are developing products that within our ecosystem pages. So if you go to Gmx.io and go to Ecosystem, you'll see more than more than a, well probably more than two dozen different protocols and projects that have been built connecting into Gmx, and many of those are just pure community-based efforts. Somebody has built a dashboard looking at Active traders, so somebody else has built a dashboard looking at active referrers, people looking at our staking contracts to understand how, you know, what yield you might earn, staking on GMX and the like. So we sort of really ha- try to make sure that we allow community members as and when they develop interesting things to highlight them so that we're clear. It, what GMX is, is a culmination of everyone's effort. We just try to make sure that we, we find ways to highlight that. So on our website, on Twitter, just within even ongoing, ongoing Twitter spaces, I, I probably every time we do a Twitter space, I'm probably highlighting one of our ecosystem partners because they they really are what fit this robust environment for us.
0: Yeah, cool. So yeah, you mentioned earlier that GMX is very community driven. So is there any collaborations you had in the past that were led purely by your community? Like, if so, could you share your experience about this collaboration? Yeah,
1: so, so I can think of a few different examples depending on the circumstances. So one really big, one interesting one very early on was when we did a trading competition in which we're about to do another trading competition, which we'll hopefully be announcing the next few weeks. The development of the dashboard and the like was something that a community member helped to build. And, and, and that was a great opportunity to both highlight, highlight what they were doing. And 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 be able to recognize their involvement in helping to create those dashboards. Interestingly enough, a lot of those dashboards and that developer are now part of the GBC product project, which is, as I said, the the blueberries. And I think you'll see a lot of interesting things that will co- continue to come off from that collaboration. In, again, in the coming weeks, as as that sort of part of the ecosystem has sort of started to build out, I can say that there's been many times where, for example, DAOs have been looking for yield for their for their treasuries. And we've had a lot of community members who've been active in other communities bring forward and present GLP as an investment opportunity for, for, for DAOs and anyone looking to get actual yield from their treasury. And those have been, I think, a very big part of that conversation that have just continued to, to grow out from those efforts. So, I mean, I think those would be some great examples of how collaboration from community members has been a big part of our conversations and our growth.
0: Cool. Yeah. So, so you mentioned like the GBC, the Blueberry Cup a few times. Could you perhaps like sum up again, how has that made an impact on your community?
1: You know, it, in a very positive way, it's helped to bring together our community by giving the, by creating an identity. And I think that the. The GBCs are are effectively their ten thousand blueberry-inspired personal avatars. For example, mine is wears a nice cap, has a tie. I often laugh. I no longer wear suits, but my GBC wears suits for me. It's it's been a real interesting. It's been a real interesting part of our community's development because it's sort of a nice shorthand. People look at each other and know if they're if they're supporting a GBC that they are a supporter of of GMX community and it's a it's kind of a way to sort of uh, you could say flex or just uh, provide that as an easy shorthand i also think that a big part as, um, as i think i mentioned earlier was that GBCs are very much built on an ethos of positivity and that's just been such a big part of our community i think there's, there's invariably a professional side to what we do. There's a DGEN side to what we do. There's all of those aspects. The one thing that has always been so core has been just a, a friendly, welcoming environment. And I think that, that manifestation uh, through, through GBC has just, it, it's, it's, it's made it very easy and very welcoming when people come in.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It is very welcoming. And you go on Twitter and you see blueberries everywhere and like, you just feel like you want to be part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely so before we wrap it up i have a few more questions for you this is for builders out there listening so what do you think are the biggest barriers to building a successful community
1: biggest barriers you know so, uh, uh, yeah. development developing a project is a is a, is a is a is a is a long effort it's not something that with a few days projects come together they they they're they're the culmination of a lot of work and i think especially when you go into periods where you have to spend a lot more time on de- on the development of the protocol. And that could be, you could be a DeFi protocol, it could be an NFT protocol, it could be gaming, anything. It's quite, it's quite easy to instead focus, as I said, only on the work and not focus on the community when you don't have things to update them on. But I think it's actually most important during those relatively quiet periods to maintain engagement. Because I think... It, it's, it's sometimes very hard for, for people to know what you're building and how busy, how busy the, 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 the team, the contributors, however you're set up, how, how work is happening. And I think just keeping that open dialogue during those quote-unquote quiet periods, I think is very important. Because that's, that's sort of what will lay the seeds for when you are ready to, to announce something new, bring something fresh forward that your community now feels like they've been along for that ride and that journey that, you've, that that the core contributors and the community as a whole have been taking together.
0: Right, nice. Okay, last question, but not least. Is there any additional tips you want to leave for our builders out there that are like just about to start and build their own community?
1: Don't, don't worry about metrics, growth ratios, or any of those those items. I think focus instead just on being and active communication and making sure that if there are people who are passionate about the protocol that you you can you do your part to help steer them towards the message that you hope to communicate for your protocol so if there's something that is important make sure that they also understand that so that when they're out there communicating about about your project they're they're, they're helping to reinforce that message and making sure that you don't know, i think that I think that's I think that's the key piece
0: that's That's really great advice. Well, thank you for being here with us today. So, and it has been a very productive session, and I think it will definitely be useful to all Web3 builders out there.
1: Uh, absolutely. And, and so if I can add maybe one more piece of, I think, advice, which is that do take advantage of what Web three brings, in the sense that, and I said, again, said this early on in our conversation. The fact that your users will be are likely your token holders or NFT holders and are, are, are actually not just, they cannot just be just evangelists, but they can also, they, they help to drive the protocol and its usage forward. Really take advantage of that fact that there's so, the barriers between you and your community can be so thin that they can really help to amplify what you're doing. Don't, don't treat, don't put them in an arm's length, bring them close.
0: Nice, great. Okay, listeners, again, like if you want to learn more about GMX and check how cool their communities are, follow their Twitter account at GMX underscore IO and follow our respectable guest today, Coinflip Canada. And thanks everyone for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Bye.